0: Now it's time for Inspirational Women and my guest, Elka Scholz, a registered psychotherapist and award-winning author of Loving Your Life and of Anxiety Warrior series. Today, we meet Elka for the first of two segments on ways to bring balance into our life so that we can thrive. Elka Schultz, good morning, and thank you for joining us once again. I'm so looking forward to a very important, growing, encouraging time together.
1: Thank you, Kate, so much. I'm super excited, too.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, here we are. It was late last year that we spoke, and we were really looking at how we can deal with anxiety because, of course, we might call it an age of anxiety, but we don't want to embrace that, but just be aware of it. And so we touched on it. And it's led to wanting to discuss this more fully so that you can help us and guide us with strategies so we can take a look at where we are and be able to create and uh, develop the kind of life we really want to live. Yep. And I
1: I believe we've got some strategies. Uh, You know, you mentioned about this time and now and and our future and we have this great unknown uh and i think one of the things that you mentioned earlier about you know we kind of thought we knew what our future would embrace even though the world is changing quite a bit but last year i think it really stopped a lot of people and um you know people are are kind of going wow what were we really doing in our lives <laughs> and i think you worded it really well
0: and you know when this all started which is almost a year ago the time of covid i really thought very simplistically that this was maybe some very big reset button we were given and naively thinking well you know in a few weeks in a month because that's kind of the mentality we almost that quick fix that we live in i was thinking that would happen but no here we are this far into it and it's it's constantly causing me to have to think again and re- revision and rework things so that's where again um realizing that it keeps it being our life, the world keeps changing, and we have to be more, what, more in control in the sense of being aware, I think, rather than thinking, oh, things will go back to what they were before, whatever those things were.
1: Right, and I think people have um, said, you know, things will go back to normal or, or new normal have some been some of these terms, and, and you're right, we need to be grounded in ourselves. And life, I think, you know, 2020 really illustrated that that life is unpredictable. It always has been. (laughs) Our future is unknown, really. And so how can we ground ourselves, you know, what are the skills that we can use for today right now in this time and to build our future and to thrive and uh, we are miracles and we do um, deserve to thrive in this life and what does that look like so I'm really excited to share uh, some of those strategies one simple thing and I know we're going to do this in a two-part so today uh, will be part uh, one so we'll, If people, if you can remember, feed all four. Feed your physical, your mental, your emotional, and your spiritual self. So every day we eat and, um, you know, hopefully we sleep. However, we tend not to feed all the four areas in our life that we need to to build our resilience. And uh, so today... I, I'm hoping that uh, we can uh, share, you know, physical, and how to feed the physical self, and how to feed the spiritual self.
0: And as we begin on with this, Elka, I'm going to just toss out an idea I saw was shared with me many, many years ago in terms of looking at these four aspects of ourselves. Uh, It was called the four natures, the spiritual, the physical, the mental, and the emotional, and thinking of it as sides of a box. And ideally, that box is going to have very even sides so that it is, uh, well, shall we say stable or just balanced. Yep right? That's a great analogy. I love your (laughs) (laughs) analogy. And so, you know, we can think in terms of that, and we can assign numbers even if we want to see just where we fare on that. And that might help us as we move along, wanting to really develop each of these and and giving attention to each of of these parts of ourselves.
1: Absolutely. And you know we're we're all looking for our best defense you know what is the best defense for whatever life uh brings us whether um Yeah, whatever it is. And stress, of course, um, is quite, um, I think it's ramped up quite a bit. (laughs) So our best defense is to take care of ourselves, to build our resilience. And that is really the best thing that we can do for uh, right now, today, and for our future. And, um, you know, firstly is know your limits. And... um, you know we are all different people, and when we present, when I present these ideas to you, is is really consider what your limits are. And this is like each body is different, and um, you know pick and choose and look at what really is good for you.
0: Exactly, and and. Th- just to underscore that—that that is so critical. Not to think that we have to achieve something that someone else is. To this is really a, a, an important time to really get to know ourselves and really respect that, honor that.
1: Exactly, and. And you know, when you mentioned the four natures and when I say feed all four, this is not, these are not new things. These are traditions and, uh, they're actually quite ancient, uh, and ancient practices. And what, what we, what our goal would be out of this is, you know, what kind of daily practice really builds us. And so again, um, you know, what is that, that will balance us? build our resilience, Those, um, that square, like that balance, right? Right. And uh, so physical is um, get enough sleep. So imperative. And uh, so many people don't. And, um, and, and, you know, you might just say, well, I don't get enough sleep, but how do I do that? And I'm hoping some of these strategies that we provide um, will help with that. Um, Reduce your stress levels. Uh, that's huge as well. And then staying present and in the moment. And some of these will kind of overlap. You'll hear me um, saying them a little bit in the spirituality point. And I'm going to um, ask you, Kate, to kind of keep me in check because I want to make sure that I balance physical and I don't leave out spiritual today.
0: Great. Yes.
1: So so a strategy that we can do um, and uh, that um, is physical is of course exercise and it's so important to get outside get some fresh air get that um, sun on your face get the wind on your face it's so, so important. We Our body actually physically changes when we're in nature, and we really do need that. So even standing beside a tree or under a tree, we need to get that. Um, the Japanese used to, they well, they call it forest bathing, and it's such a lovely term, I think. And um, if you can imagine, you know, that the oxygen and that air that uh, these trees uh, that we have create, um is so so important. So reducing stress um is really to consider, you know, what are things that bring you joy and um is start a list and it may be not something that um, will come in five minutes, maybe it will be. However, um, you know, keep a little list somewhere and when you feel that little lilt or sparkle in your body is, is write that down and you might be surprised as to what that might be and a lot of times it's very simple things. So it could be playing with a pet or again maybe after a walk, uh, perhaps maybe a workout is all those things that really bring us that joy and that uh, solidness inside us so that's really really important Um, an exercise I'd like to share if I've got time it's called a worry assignment and uh, this is such a powerful assignment and again it's not something I've made up it's not new and um, you know there's a lot of stressors worries uh, this unknown which our brains really don't like (laughs) So this strategy is really a good strategy. So what you do is you set a timer um, for 30 minutes, and and if you're if you're a big worrier, I'd say 30 minutes. If you're if you find that you worry a lot and that you're a chronic worrier, if if you're not, um, you can reduce that um, time, of course. Um, so you get. Uh, I like to use a exercise book, and there is a bit of a metaphor to the book, so. So what you do is you set your timer, 30 minutes, you sit down and you write every single worry that you have, every concern, every stress goes. And and don't worry about grammar. Nobody, this isn't for sharing, this is just to really get it down on paper. And so just point form, list your worries. And let's just say, okay, 15, 17 minutes have gone by and you've got your list. Well, you want to make the commitment to do the full 30 minutes. So you just write those worries over and over again until you fill the 30 minutes. So then uh, what you do is you have a conversation with your brain and you just say, okay, I've written all this down. I'm gonna close the book. No more worrying for 23 and a half hours. So you get 23 and a half hours worry-free. That's the exercise. So you close the book, put it in the drawer, and it's not again to, to share or you don't have to share this with anybody. So it's just putting it away. And then, okay. So especially when you first start, (laughs) your brain thinks, oh, well, they're not, you're not serious. So you might be going for a walk or maybe doing an errand or cooking supper and bam, um, the worries start coming. And usually you have uh, two or three that start whirling around your head before you go, oh, here we go again. You just stop and you tell your brain, you say, you know what, tomorrow we're going to sit down again and we're going to do the worry assignment. So that's when you get to worry, not now and you change channels and you focus on your cooking or the conversation you're having with your family or or whatever uh, you were doing at the time. And so, and the the reason this exercise works is that you um, make the commitment to do this once a day. And it doesn't matter what time of day, people have chosen different times. Uh, Some people like to do it in the morning, other people like to do it uh, before they go to bed so that that's it. Um, they've kind of emptied uh, that worry brain. That's really, really up to you. And it does take a, a couple days that the brain gets the idea, oh, I have to only do this in this set time. And um, it actually does work. It's quite brilliant. People get pretty excited about it. And you'll find, um, probably in perhaps a week or maybe 10 days that your brain just doesn't even want to do the exercise anymore and kind of makes a deal with you. <laughs> and, um, and you stop worrying. It's, it's actually pretty cool. Um, I learned this exercise, uh, in my 20s and, uh, came again across my desk as a professional later on. And my clients love it. My supervisor really supports it and it comes up in different areas and it is really great. And it works because you make that commitment. And, um, I'll just tell you, Kate, that, um, you know, if I do have a day where I am worrying or I, um, have that kind of niggling, nagging, I will make myself sit down and I, I do that assignment. And you know what? It's golden. And uh, it's a great backup once you've uh, kind of installed it.
0: So to understand this initially, if we've never done it, which I've never done this, but it sounds really amazing, we'll do it every day until our brain finally says, you know, I've had enough of this. I don't want to do it. So we will, we will stop and then use it as needed as things begin to niggle at us again.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And it's interesting because your brain kind of resists it even after a couple days. However, just kind of stick to it because what you're doing is you're training your brain and your brain is separate from you. And um, that could be a fun show all on its own, but uh, not (laughs) today. Um, So it's really partnering with your brain, letting your brain know that it doesn't have to worry all the time. And um, there's a lot of cool things that come from this exercise, too, is your brain will start dropping worries it can't do anything about, and your brain naturally starts coming up with solutions in this exercise. So it's a really cool exercise. Um, The brain is a a phenomenal (laughs) piece of organ that we have. And um, really can uh, do some uh, very interesting things when we coach it.
0: And it makes me think at this point that we should mention that to uh, kind of get, uh, hear others' versions, their stories and their experiences and, and more of your experiences, that in your book, uh, books, particularly yeah. in the Anxiety Warrior series, we can really get in touch with a, a lot more experiences there, right?
1: Absolutely, and that that and thank you for that because um, I get so excited about <laughs> these things I forget to mention that that strategies written out in the book uh, with other strategies as well, and and there is one um, and it, like I said, they kind of overlap a little bit, but the What's so nice about the worry assignment, what happens is when you don't have all these invasive thoughts, you want to replace it with some life, lovely thoughts. And uh, a wonderful practice is a gratitude practice. So perhaps once you're done your worry assignment, you want to give your brain something else to think about because, you know, it's had all this time to roam around. And um, you've got to know we have fifty to 70,000 thoughts a day. And uh, if uh, and a lot of those are repetitive, and of course, if we're worriers, um, you know, a lot of those will be coming in that 50 to 70,000 thoughts. So we want to replace those thoughts, and we can make that decision. And so uh, the gratitude practice is again uh, making a list of all the things you're grateful for, and just the fact that um, we've woken up is a phenomenal um, gratitude in itself. And, um, you know, uh, really looking at um, what is so great about our existence.
0: Absolutely. So this is really some very basic strategy exercise that we don't want to just uh, do once in a great while. To incorporate it into a daily routine, a daily practice is going to really enhance our life. Day by day, and you know, for however long we have on this planet, absolutely.
1: And I'm I'm living proof of that. And again, you know, I, I tell my story in in the book, and I practice. I do have a daily practice every day to fill my cup to feed uh, those four natures, feed all four. And um, I do. I feel really great. Uh, I I have a lot of energy. I get. I'm excited to wake up. I'm excited about my life, and it does really work. Um, so do we have time to talk a little bit about spirituality? Oh,
0: yes, indeed. Let's, okay. let's move so,
1: to that. Okay. And, and I know that we're kind of just giving a few things, and um, again, like you said, um, you know, Anxiety Warrior 1 and 2 do have a lot of these. Actually, they're just the whole book. Those books are chocked full of strategies and um and it's a great resource book. So uh, spirituality, how do we feed our spirituality? And uh, one of the big ones, I'm going to list a few, and then I'll I'll, uh, I'll give an exercise to help with that. So to stay present, you know, and and we talk about um, you know being in the now, and what does that really mean? And for me, I look at what's in front of me and and so I invite you to look at what's in front of you, what's in your life, what's present in your world. I mean we've woken up, um, you know usually we're we're living in a home, um, we've slept somewhere, um, we eat, you know what's in front of us, what's in our bodies, what's our abilities, what is it that we have is to look at um, that cup that uh, resource that we have in our being so um, to be very present in that and uh, our a lot of our spirituality too can be in nature and uh, seeking opportunities uh, to be in nature and also uh, seeking opportunities to put more love in the world and you know um, and i don't know how you are kate but I noticed that uh, I was brought up with what can I get? What can I achieve? And really, if we shift our practice or our living is, how can we put more love in the world? How can we um, add something to somebody's life and make it a better day for someone else? And when we start practicing that type of living it really does change us and it's kind of a, a cool surprise <laughs> in a way it feeds our spirit however in the giving of you know um, making every interaction that you have count be conscious you know of your words and your deeds be conscious of the words that you speak and um, really think about that maybe um, You know, take time to reflect. And um, and meditation and being meditative can be in so many different ways.
0: I was thinking as you were uh, saying, being conscious of the words that we use, and it ties into meditative because I think sometimes it's important to slow down, to think before we say certain things, to... uh, Consider the impact that they might have, so that it's hard to pull pull that totally apart. It there's a, a to me there's a certain meditation to to just be moving more slowly and more thoughtfully through everything that 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 in itself has a spiritual component.
1: Absolutely, and um, when we are thoughtful, and I, I like what you said about slowing down, and. Really, considering words um, it's interesting to me i i um, I have clients and and of course I'm a wordsmith being a writer, you know you think about words and and um so so often in our our culture we use double negatives um so we'll say things like. I don't want to carry baggage forward instead of saying, I want to be more balanced in my life or I want to feel healed. So, you know, how can we wordsmith these words? So the clues would be words, you know, like no or not. And if we can switch that so the same meaning, however, saying it in different language. And it's so interesting. I have a friend that um, uses double negatives in wording and wording, and, um, and, and it's not what they mean. And, and we've had some great discussions about, you know, words and that we can choose different words. And then they actually feel better. So it's something uh, that I would invite you to really think about.
0: And there's a power in those words because of we see the words. there are mental images. there are feelings that go with it. So if we keep it simple and with the the good that we want to see, it's just going to create so much better uh, for our life and for for the world
1: absolutely and and. And words, I love that you said that, and words really do have power, and, and so do our thoughts. And if we can take time to reshape and to um, tweak, I like that word, tweak, is uh, to tweak these words, in a way, and and to be more conscious, to be more aware and conscientious as well. And um, and you're right, they have power. There's movement that goes with that. And um, as as we speak, there's the receiver that hears us as well as us as the giver. So there's this lovely exchange, and it does really shift energy and
0: it's a a lovely um,
1: spiritual thing to do.
0: So that is, we might even think of that slightly being mental, possibly because of the thinking portion of it, but there's um, there's more of a caring and a love that goes with it, both for ourselves, for others, and for the world. So I think would that be why it feels more spiritual Absolutely and 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 you
1: know what these these um even though we speak of the areas like physical and spiritual perhaps I'm you know I'm putting them in a category however they do kind of flow into each other like you said that this could be mental because we think about it for sure and um it becomes spiritual because of uh, the care and the spirit and the reflectiveness and the meditativeness um, that we do. And, and there's a kindness that comes with that. And you, met, you uh, mentioned love. And one of the things we can do is uh, bless the world. And, and we're doing that when we are um, being conscientious of our deeds and our words and even our thoughts. So it it actually really starts with our thoughts, you know, to clean um, house, clean thoughts. And um, I know I get guilty of, of, um, you know, sometimes I don't use the best language in my head (laughs) (laughs) that I've got to go. No, 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 that's not the the energy that you want in your mind, because then, of course, it comes out of my mouth and 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 that's not what I want. So I've, I've got to shift that. So I get that opportunity to do that.
0: So that's within ourselves. So we just—I think—it bears underscoring the power that words and the that energy has in the world. We're helping ourselves, but it—if we think we are helpless in terms of contributing anything to the world, false. That—that that is not right. This is the way that we do it by really keeping that strong, positive, and wholesome, kind uh, attitude around us and sharing it with others. Absolutely,
1: and it's action, and you're right. We we can do a lot, and um, it does give us hope, and, and we do have choices here of how we contribute. So, yes, that's uh, lovely. Thank you. hmm
0: so it's amazing how quickly time can fly by, and we've <laughs> t- at least, though we've touched on physical, on and on spirituality, and w- we mentioned that more support and strategies are available in your books in the Anxiety Warrior series. We should mention your website ex- exactly as it is, because that's where so much information is available, as well as being able to get the books.
1: Absolutely. And so, um, people can find, uh, lots of resources. So, triple W, of course. So, it's just my name, E-L-K-E, and then Scholes, S-C-H-O-L-Z. So, com, And, uh, if you look up Anxiety Warrior in my name, it should come up anyways. Uh, they're available. Probably the easiest is to find them on Amazon because uh, they're available worldwide in ebook and uh, audio, and then, of course, paperback if that's uh, what you choose. So um, that's probably the, the easiest way to get the books. Uh, all those links, too, are on the website. And, of course, um, there's a YouTube channel as well, so those links are on the website. So the books are, are actually, uh, people have said they're very um, complete and they're pretty excited when they have them, so they tend to keep them as resources.
0: That is perfect. And what's so fortunate is that we will continue to learn and to grow and prosper by continuing with this conversation next weekend. So uh, same time, same place, we'll be able to continue to learn and to grow. So my deep appreciation for this week, Elka Schultz, it's been so wonderful.
1: Thank you always, Kate. You're amazing. Thank you for all the work you do and this opportunity.
0: You're so welcome. And with that, we're at the end of a very full hour of Inspirational Women with Elka Schultz and Sunday Morning Magazine with Rich Blooney. I'm Kate Daniels, your host, and I greatly appreciate your sharing this hour with me and these special guests. For details you might have missed or information you'd like to know, please just send me an email, kated at warm1069.com, and I will get right back to you. Also, if you'd like to listen again or share these important stories with your family and friends, find the podcast on our warm 106.9 webpage. Just click on the podcast tab and either of the show names and then look for the guest names. I now wish you and your family a day of carving out time to plan, to do what we can to have balance.